<laughs> I'm just so glad to be here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I feel like everyone can ground however feels good. And also, if it feels good, we could close our eyes and imagine those sexy little roots that come from the root chakra from the base of our spine growing down into the earth growing through the crust of the earth into the deeper soil and I think for all of us the soil right now is pretty chilly and the deeper the roots grow the warmer it gets and maybe the wigglier the roots get to be because they're growing deeper to the lovely molten core of the earth and knowing plants and people as I do our roots that we just sent down can send out little secondary roots allowing us to anchor and ground even more deeply even more solidly and knowing that this grounding practice is for each of us feeling grounded is an act of anchoring ourselves to who we are who we know ourselves to be as strong capable women who even in the midst of chaos can Find who we are, find our center, and feel calm and rooted and good in who we get to be and the pleasures that we get to create. And even when we can feel the chaos out to our left or out to our right surrounding us, we can know who we are inside of it. Almost as if we're an eye of a hurricane, except that we are only just ourselves. And it feels good to know that we are strong when we engage with the hurricane or the chaos, even when we are invited to feel small. We can come here to our home, to ourselves and feel absolutely us Mm. Mm. wow I'm relaxed as fuck now Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) find our little eyeballs back open yay okay Uh thank you that was lovely you are so welcome maybe we should keep that part in so yeah, that anyone wants to ground at the beginning my energy is yeah. flowing it's 11 11 here 11 11 and 33 degrees <gasps> so delicious mm-hmm. <sighs> oh you've got the yawns i do i'm telling you it's the energy the energy is a flowing <laughs> it's moving beautiful Mm-hmm. Was there is there anything that needs discussing before we dive right into introducing Kirsten? Um, goodness, I don't think so. Right? I mean, okay. I guess 
like so I mean I'm totally down to just flow do we have yeah just kind of go wherever because I'm down for that I just I love to yeah. yeah I think yeah we tend to have very conversational interviews mm -hmm. so I've got generalized questions like what excites you about finding pleasure in nutrition and so I've got like questions in mind but Oftentimes I don't end up asking all of them because our conversations are just so good. Totally. Is that it, does that sound okay? And I yeah. usually take us off on tangents. Great. <laughs> Find the unexplored territory, huh? That's right. Yes. Yes. That's how well, I mean, that's how spelunking goes, right? Like when yes. you're cave diving, you like see a little something something off to the side and you're like, what the fuck is in there? Let's yeah. go find it. <laughs> Sparkly over there. And then cave of gemstones. So mm -hmm. yes. exactly, yes, <laughs> yep. absolute cavern of geode like yes. magic. <laughs> For sure, wonderful. Um, yeah, I think we're good. The only other question is like, do you um, do you need any help with like introducing me or like? Oh no, no, we've got a whole little oh, yeah. introduction ready. We're ready. We're oh, ready. Good. Okay, you are so we got you. We, we got you, Kirsten. Well, thank you. Goodness, I, I feel pampered. Oh, <laughs> oh well, good. <laughs> it is our absolute pleasure to pamper you as our guest. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I receive, I receive. Yay. Well, then, for those of you beautiful listeners and watchers who have tuned in, I... What are you pointing at? Maybe we should move the mouse. Does the mouse show up on the screen? No. Okay, she does great. not. Great. Love that. I I don't think so, but now you got me a little freaked out. Okay. Just checking. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. I don't I don't think that's a thing, but okay. um it was kind of like just honk grabbing our microphone yep. and it was a little Good. weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how I prefer to start out all of my podcast listening yes. or interviews. Yeah. Oh, like with a good microphone honk first yeah absolutely <laughs> just like a, a solid awuga yeah yes <laughs> <sighs> and that gets to be the tone for the rest of the podcast hooray <laughs> okay beautiful humans thank you so much for tuning in with us today if you don't know yet i'm kayla and i'm ashley Welcome to your soul. Welcome. A podcast of healing out loud for humans spelunking through their deepest hearts. Yeah. And right before we cue the intro music, we have on with us the uh, just fucking radiant Kirsten Cole. Oh, biscuits. I was going to ask, is Cole correct? Mm -hmm. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Yay. Great. Okay. Kirsten Cole is a pleasure-based nutrition and weight loss coach and is the creator and curator for her free Facebook group called The Banquet Table, which mm -hmm. Ashley and I are totally a part of because we are absolutely Kirsten's fangirls oh, over yes. here. <laughs> Kirsten is such an open-hearted human and is a radiant adventurous mm -hmm. dancing through life. She is also an embodiment practitioner, inviting you to step further into your own radiance, too. And we are so delighted to have her on the podcast with you guys, with us here together today. So thank you so much for being with us, Kirsten. Oh, 
thank you for having me and thank you for that dose of energy I'm just feeling like more in my body and just delicious thank you for oh (laughs) I mean delicious I feel like is going to be one of the words for the day so Uh cue the intro music and we will get this party started (laughs) and then the intro music will play hooray huzzah I'm so glad. Yay. Ah, well, beautiful. I am. I was just going to say magically, deliciously excited, but then I felt like a little Keebler elf. <laughs> like magically like, delicious. Like the lucky charm. Oh, you're right. Yes. That is lucky charm. I was thinking Keebler elves. <laughs> I want to go to like an embodiment circle one time and we're like, what archetypes are you working with today? And someone's like the Keebler elf. Yeah, I fucking love that. <laughs> That's the Keebler the elf. Keebler That's elf. I did not think of them as an archetype, but you know what? I'm here for that. Right. I received that opening yes. of my perspective. <laughs> I feel like I play in that territory quite a bit. Yeah, I feel like I do. Honestly, yeah, you give yeah, Keebler elf. I do. That's fair. Meaning you make magical snacks in a tree in the woods. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely I do. Yeah, I mean you made amazing Oreo balls for Big Ass Tiny Christmas. I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. That's true. Big Ass Tiny Christmas. Her, Big Ass Tiny Christmas. Her kids named our Christmas celebration Big Ass Tiny Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is adorable. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Keebler right. Elf energy it fits. There's a place for it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what now? I'm curious. What energy do you feel like you're coming to play with us in today, Kirsten? Ooh, I love this question. Let me tune in. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've got some like maybe like seizing my power vibes. So like a little bit of dark goddess energy. You know? Ooh, yes. Yeah, a little bit of that like going into the dark, fearless, and like coming out with the prizes. That's Ooh. beautiful. I love that yes. for you. Thank you. What about you? I am coming in as kind of like the world energy, like from tarot. <laughs> um, I pulled that card twice last night. And in my mind, it's really just like me. I'm going to encircle you. Yeah. Learning to like hold all of the things. And after mm-hmm. meditating before this and then doing that beautiful grounding practice that we did to enter into this, I really truly feel like I can both hold all the things mm-hmm. and be open to receive. Yes. And mm-hmm. I think previously in my life, I was not able to do both of those things at one time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I have opened up a new avenue or energy of being able to do that and that feels really juicy so that's where I'm coming from today what about you Ash yes I mean besides Keebler elf which is well yes yes just uh that's your perennial faceted. we have room to hold it off yes (laughs) Yes. thank you thank you for the reminder um (laughs) feel like I am a little bit just like I feel Oh, 
empowered. goddess vibe but Ooh. but with a little bit of like fairy trickster just for just oh for yeah fun. why not just for the fun of it just for because i don't know because that's just always there like that's just always there yeah empowered goddess crossed with fairy trickster yeah mm-hmm. honestly yeah yeah mm-hmm. i love how just hearing you two like claim your archetype that you're <laughs> bringing today i felt more of that energy from you oh wow oh yay great well there there is power in verbalizing where you are in your current space Mm -hmm. and where you've been trying to get to and that's why i'm such a huge fan of like either journaling through writing or journaling out loud in a voice note or even just talking to a friend about what is going on deeply with you not not maybe just what's going on at work but like what's what's percolating in your soul (laughs) yeah I felt when you claimed the world archetype and like when you had your arms spread out I just felt you step into that like holding energy Kayla it was really yeah oh beautiful thank you it was really interesting like when you (laughs) when you started to like say okay I'm a goddess but this like there's this energy to it there's this like trickster part of it like I I felt this like I don't know locked in piece from you that's like I won't tolerate it all like we were in control here you know it was very very, like pulling the strings yeah yeah so it was nice Uh uh-huh I love that felt the texture I love that. Well, thank you for reflecting that for us, Kirsten. (laughs) I mean, I should have added that into the intro that Kirsten is a master at reflecting the truth that she sees in you because that has been true every time I've talked to you thus far. And Mm -hmm. even in in your posts that happen inside your free Facebook group, The Banquet Mm -hmm. Table, it's always inviting self-reflection so even in inviting that you are holding a mirror for other people and that feels really beautiful so is um I would love to know how that idea of helping people to see themselves plays a role in your pleasure-based nutrition and pleasure-based weight loss yeah I'd love to talk about that and it's interesting as you say this I'm getting a picture of like a mirror in in my mind, like a big, beautiful, like decorated mirror. Yes, um, giving enchanted um, vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm realizing that's like particularly impactful with the work that I do around nutrition, around weight loss, around helping people have like a delicious relationship with exercise and their bodies. Because you know, like as women, that the mirror can be so charged, right? Mm-hmm. Like it can be this thing that is highly activating and it can be a, you know, we can really struggle with our relationship to seeing ourselves Mm -hmm. for our, throughout our whole lives. And Mm -hmm. so I'm realizing that maybe like right now in this moment, (laughs) that's particularly impactful for me or important. I prioritize it because like reflecting back the beauty that we see in other women, the wisdom, the gifts, the like, delicious layers of embodiment and uniqueness is I think something that we cannot do enough we literally yes 
And it's so powerful to be seen deeply. And I feel like whenever that happens, we just create this like energy of it landing a little bit deeper. You know, there's an opportunity in reflection to step further into ownership and integrity and like letting those things seep deeply into your being. Mm -hmm. And so I think I just really value it because it's, it's powerful. Right. And like, absolutely. We get that in our day-to-day life and we might be longing for it, but it's like this secret, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. It's that like, it's that true deep validation piece almost that a lot of people don't get or don't realize that they're mm-hmm. not getting or or something like that. Well, yeah. and in in my mind, each time you reflect the beauty that you see in other people for them to see, it's an invitation for them to start seeing it in themselves. Mm-hmm. And as a self-love mentor like that's like that's the juice that's the the I don't know the honey pot of being able to be (laughs) be in conversation with other people and be in relationship with them because if I yeah if I can issue invitation after invitation like they don't have to RSVP yes Mm -hmm. until they're ready to but the invitation is there and soon you've got like this whole stack of invitations and you're like "Mm, maybe maybe I should say yes this next time and that feels kind of exciting yeah and can I say too that the way that you reflect back and the way that you say the things that you say it feels so like it's it is so authentic and so like straight to like my soul that like a lot of times when people like will give you compliments or will people will will say something to you you'll be like oh thanks you know what I mean but the way that you say it 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 like it makes it, it easy to receive it makes it easy to receive and and I believe it and I, and I see it in myself too, the way that you say it. And then I'm like, oh, oh, oh yeah, I, I do. Or that's me or, and so I really appreciate that from you because like, it's just, it's, it's, it's so rare to have that kind of moment mm-hmm. to be able to then see that also in, you know, oneself mm-hmm. too. So I appreciate that. Yeah. I was just talking about this the other day with someone in my life. Like the power of choosing and stepping into and like really, really receiving compliments mm-hmm. in our way. And often I think um like throughout my life, I received a lot of compliments that felt maybe like I wanted others or they weren't really seeing Mm -hmm. me deeply, or there was just this like wall up that felt me, uh, kept me from receiving them fully. Mm -hmm. And so without needing to like make that bad or wrong, right? Like it's, it's okay. And it served a purpose. I so delight in both like seeing women and teaching women how to let the compliment all the way in 
yeah. to the point where it it does start to like intermingle with your identity, intermingle mm-hmm. with the cells of your body. Like you drink it in in a way where you really, really can receive it. And so, Ashley, I love that you're like walking us through the layers of what happens when you're truly open to receiving mm-hmm. reflection. Like I heard how it migrates in, like you hear it, you see it, you take it in and then you step into it even more. Yeah. Yeah. And I love as well that choice point, right? Like the mm-hmm. choice point where we don't have to receive it so deeply that we step right. into more. Right. <laughs> There's the invitation, right? And so yeah. someone's, a reflection of us like hits and reverberates through like the depth mm-hmm. of our being mm-hmm. can we in the moment like allow that to like sink deeper into our yes. own yes. in more yes. <laughs> like yeah. like maybe each compliment that you receive is like a like a drizzle of honey mm-hmm. like you know that stickiness can't help but get everywhere so yeah. Oh, maybe maybe that's a good visual metaphor. Yes, if, I love that. If those of you watching listening <laughs> desire to let compliments soak in deeper, Ooh, that gave me goosebumps. Oh, good. <laughs> well, just yeah, just imagine receiving that like honey, and it just is gonna, it's gonna stick, and it's gonna be so oh. sweet mm-hmm. and. who doesn't love drizzling honey yeah and also like the beauty of someone receiving that so deeply the Mm -hmm. beauty of you like saying hey I see this about you this is how I experience you this is something I want to draw your attention to and then the energy of someone like taking this like pot of delicious honey yes saying yes to that and just like spreading that all like what a delight to watch Mm -hmm. what a delight to gift that person yes like Like, honestly it's kind of hot it is so hot it's real sexy that's why i love hyping people up so much that's for you i I mean not i mean yes 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 it's because you like honey all over your body (laughs) i mean that's just part of the reason It's so beautiful, though. I mean, this is really about, like, the art of receiving, right? Mm -hmm. And how to turn your own stepping into something, your own, like, claiming of something that's beautiful about yourself into a gift for you, into a gift to the person who gave that to you. Mm -hmm. Other women who get to, like, watch you step fully into that. (laughs) Maybe when they see... Kirsten and Kayla and Ashley all sitting here like drizzling ourselves in honey and like drizzling each other in honey they're like oh maybe the honey's for me too yeah it fucking is if you are watching our listening it is for you the honey is for you honey (laughs) (laughs) absolutely I think too there's this phenomenon I'm really fascinated with like as it relates to my work we think we have to earn the honey. You know what I mean? Oh, oh God, yes. yes. Yeah, like we think we have to do everything perfectly. We think we have <gasps> to like, yes. like straight yes. and work. Yeah, ah. do all the things when really like it is yours every single moment of every day. And I think that like commitment to not cutting ourselves off from the juice and the pleasure and the delicious. Yes. 
even when things are a little imperfect or chaotic or we're like not feeling in line with that like energy like that's how we create magic right yes, yes. Good, good, good extrapolation to the chaos that we said that we were feeling <laughs> oh, before this call. Absolutely. <sighs> we get to experience the chaos and the honey. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now that's what I was saying this morning too, because I feel like life and and the universe, like there has just been so many chaotic things yes. happening. And it's mm-hmm. been Bam, 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 Just bam, thing bam, after bam. thing. And they're big and they're big. And I'm yeah. and I am handling it, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm handling it. Mm-hmm. Is it a lot? Am I exhausted? Yep. But I'm handling it. And mm-hmm. also, there are so many amazing things happening at the same time. And I am remembering to allow myself to fully enjoy the amazing things I am not I am not sitting around and waiting for the next shoe to drop I am no longer subscribing to there's too much chaos for me to enjoy the things that are good yes I am fully enjoying the things that are good Mm -hmm. because they're so good Mm -hmm. and I think I think the beauty of it is that all you have to do is decide that you get to. Yes. That that's where I've been um yes. the last few days is inviting myself again and again and again and again to decide that I get to hold it all that I get to be that world archetype who holds the chaos and the beauty the uh, the honey and the oh shit did that just happen well fuck (laughs) like (laughs) three three one one three three yes so my tv shows the temperature and the time so it's 33 degrees at 11 33 so it's (laughs) palindrome yeah holding it all and I feel like for me this this is where I get into that, like the feminine archetypes, right? Like the goddess archetypes, like, you know, the story, the lore, the mythology yes. the in her head, like it's, it's epic and it's intense. And it is like these yes. stories of these, these women, these goddesses, like holding it all. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, bringing it back to your like world, your beautiful mm-hmm. world, <laughs> image, archetype, like, when we step into doing new things that are uncomfortable, when we step into stretching ourselves and like powerfully building the lives that we want, sometimes things go a little wonky and wobbly at oh, first. Boy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And and so instead of like falling into the trap and the like sabotage of making it mean all kinds of things about us or what we get to have or experience in this lifetime like turning towards the honey, the sweetness and seeing both at the same time can be such a powerful way to both like ground in your body and feel safe, but then also not cut yourself off from the sweetness just because yes. all those yes. like to me, I, that's how you become invincible, right? Like yes. walking through the world and not like closing off not shutting down not shrinking in 
because mm-hmm. things are a little wobbly and wonky and crazy who's like open and like connected to pleasure at the same time and it's like you were saying holding it all like there's space for all of it and I don't mm-hmm. need to only be in the pleasure realm because that means I'm not really pushing myself or growing or doing anything impactful or right yeah growing as a human right mm-hmm. and not staying over here which would be incredibly discouraging yeah and- oh, <laughs> don't I know it <laughs> yeah to just like live your whole life over here but I think life is really about like a balance between the two you know how do we keep growing how do we keep pushing and like become the woman who can hold it all who has space who isn't dimming down and isn't like closing off from life and shedding down her heart or like right. putting a bunch of walls up just because the hard stuff gets hard sometimes yes <laughs> yes well and I feel like Kirsten you are such a master at or goddess priestess like a a person who has achieved consistent embodiment in living life and keeping yourself turned on where I I know that I am currently learning how to do that like you Kirsten I I feel like you do that so well and that's why I so enjoy speaking Mm -hmm. with you and being in your group the banquet table and just receiving your wisdom in that regard because for me it is certainly right now a process of choosing to practice the skill that I'm learning um Mm -hmm. it's like oh I don't know if you're learning to play an instrument it's a choice to take out your instrument and practice it and Mm -hmm. so right now it is very much a conscious like I am making this decision (laughs) and I know that they will eventually turn unconscious that's the way that habits work and Mm -hmm. I just so enjoy being in your energy where like yeah, you've you've made this a habit. You've made this a a practice in your life. And I'm not, I don't want to call you perfect because none of us are. And also <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like for many things you have it on autopilot. And I am so grateful to learn from you on how how I can <laughs> put yeah. it on autopilot also. <laughs> Thank you for that reflection. It was so lovely to receive. (laughs) You're so welcome. (laughs) Um, Two things about that. The first thing I love this metaphor that you just dropped in about like learning to like play the instrument of your body, right? Like Mm -hmm. two together, like, oh, yeah, yes. Yes. So beautiful. So I was just really like enchanted by that, Mm -hmm. that, um, that metaphor that you dropped in. The second thing I want to say is like, yeah, it it takes courage and bravery and grit to live a life of pleasure. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. People, people kind of assume that it's this easy thing, like that it's Mm-mm. it's um, maybe shallow, even right. That it's oh, not wow. like the path of. I, I could see how yeah, people would I think could, that. I could right? see that. Yeah, and it really like it takes a lot to continue to turn towards pleasure as your capacity grows to handle and hold more things. And mm-hmm. for me, like I I want more for myself than a life where my pleasure is compartmentalized and stuffed into specific areas of my life only. Like I don't want to just yes. experience pleasure 
you know, in the bedroom. And so I think that's why, honestly, like mm -hmm. <laughs> what most of my career is built on, it's just like bringing pleasure into things into my life that did not feel pleasurable. So, you know, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, back when I struggled with food, back when I struggled with exercise, back when I struggled with my own weight, like these are all things that did not feel pleasurable at all to me. It felt like a living hell instead of something that brought me joy. And so learning how to bring pleasure and love and ease into my relationship with food and letting mm. that guide me, letting uh, pleasure come into my relationship with exercise and figuring out how to make that like just as juicy and delicious as the most pleasurable parts of my life, right? Like mm -hmm. that was a deep, deep journey. And yeah. I just, I want more for myself than a life where pleasure mm -hmm. happens, you know, in solo practice or in the bedroom or things mm -hmm. like that. Like, I want that everywhere. And it takes a devotion and a commitment and a yes. like deepening of that practice to choose and come back to pleasure mm -hmm. again and again and again. And then like figure out or have guidance and like, okay, what does it look like? to bring pleasure, you know, in my work, to bring pleasure into nutrition, like what would a real pleasurable relationship with my food look like? And how can I be so in my body and like have the tools to be connected to that guidance, have the tools to sink deeply into pleasure and not shut it off, have the tools to be present with that pleasure so that it can like grow and magnify. Fuck, um, and yes. Yeah. <laughs> Same with exercise, right? Like instead of something on my to-do list, a, a chore, something that I should do for my health or whatever, like how can I make that the second most pleasurable part of my day, right? So mm -hmm. how can I bring in like these tools from, you know, sacred sexuality and tantric practice into the exercise space so that it becomes like a celebration of my being, a celebration of my body, a celebration of like my vibrance and my t vitality and my embodiment yes. as a woman. Like that's a different game, right? It yes. is. It is. So, okay. Okay. So then tell us how to do that. <laughs> like that idea sounds amazing. And I think I know, I think I have suspicions on how I could do that, but like, I would love a little help. <laughs> Absolutely. Can I, can I, yeah. can I chime yeah. in first before we get to the how to? Just because when you were saying that, it reminded me um, last year, like in the spring or early summer, I did a reading from, I did a tarot reading for myself. Mm. And on one of the last cards, um, there was a line, like there was just a line that came and that stuck with me. Mm -hmm. And it was experience the pleasure of doing something well. And mm -hmm. I wrote it down at the top of every week of my planner for like two months. Mm -hmm. And I just kept reminding myself of that. Um, and, and it really, like, even when we had, cause I had talked to you about it. Cause like, mm -hmm. it was so, like, we had many conversations about just that, mm -hmm. that one line. And it wasn't so much like experience the pleasure of doing something well it was just like taking the time to 
to allow yourself yes to mm-hmm. to care for yourself mm-hmm. in a way that like brings you like brings you pleasure and like it was it was such an impactful line and it just mm-hmm. in hearing you talk about pleasure and and like your commitment to bringing that back into all of the facets of your life mm-hmm. um it just really brought me back to that line and how impactful that line was to me mm-hmm. and i think it was because i you know the draw of having more pleasure in your life is so great i think i don't know you saw, i think it's beautiful you know when if you ask you know somebody do you want more you know, would you like more pleasure in your life? I mean, I, yeah. like, who's not like, going to say yes no, to that? I'm good. Like, less, less for me, please. They're going to be no, like, like, yeah, what are you talking about? Like, how do I do yeah, that? How, how, how? Um, so, and yeah. before we again dive into the how, I'd love to mention that when you were talking, Kirsten, it reflected to me that I have been inviting pleasure into areas of my life. Yeah. Like this past year, I deeply taught myself how to find pleasure in peace Mm. because peace was something that I had previously been denying myself Mm. and so I don't know it kind of I don't know it it let me know that hey I just said that I was really bad at bringing pleasure into things but also no I'm not I've been doing it in other areas Well, and I've been and doing it in, in my self-pleasure practice, right? Mm-hmm. Like we mentioned spiritual self-loving pound town on this podcast semi-often. Yes, we do. Um, so I have I have been inviting pleasure in and I do feel um, measures of mastery in creating mm-hmm. and curating pleasure for myself in other areas. Mm-hmm. And I will admit that I am currently trudging the path to finding pleasure in food and body movements what yes specifically cooking cooking. I don't mind Mm -hmm. finding pleasure in food that other people have made me happily (laughs) could find that yeah Yeah. (laughs) I would love a nourishing meal cooked by another person um and I know that there is some accountability that I need to take in in my marriage with being in the kitchen there's some like I need to be more present there like my mm-hmm. husband has lovingly reflected that to me that he would like that and I would like to be the wife that I know that I want to be I want mm-hmm. to be the relationship partner that I know that I want to be mm-hmm. and that involves finding joy in cooking and being present in the kitchen mm-hmm. and it's also probably very difficult because carrie is a bomb ass cook like he makes <laughs> he makes it really easy for me to enable myself to not and he also does a great job of reminding me of what i have made a priority yes. so <laughs> these these are absolutely my priorities which i'm so excited to have you yes. here Kirsten, to uh Tell us the how. How yeah, do we do it? How, how do we do how, it? How, how. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to like, okay, I'm going to take a step back for a second because I have okay, like yeah. things that I want to reflect on. I, oh, for sure. Yes, yes, yes. So Ashley, I ran across a, cro- a quote the other day. I think it was by Khalil Gibran and it mm-hmm. was, 
work is love made visible and that so your reflection around that really like it just inspired it echoed that quote in my mind and like regardless of what that work is like how can we become a conduit of loving energy Mm -hmm. for ourselves because we want to live in that space right Mm -hmm. I want to be a conduit to love at all times Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also in our actions, you know, and I think that that's how it starts to people be able to feel us deeply in whatever we do, whatever it is, cooking for somebody, recording a podcast, yeah. running a business, setting up an amazing workspace, things like that, you know, like whatever you're doing, that's how it becomes like an expression of deepest love for yourself and those around you. And then the other thing I want to say quickly is about, um, Kayla, like the beauty of you finding pleasure in your relationship with peace, because the power of that is now you have a template, right? You know what comes up for you in resisting pleasure. You know what the sticking points are, (laughs) right? Like, you know where you get trapped in this path towards bringing pleasure into anything, yeah, my template is just doing it. And that oh, always yeah. feels so hard yeah. when yeah. when part of me is in resistance to just doing it. Dang it, Nike <laughs> got it right again. Fuck. It's so beautiful though, because you know, now that you have these ideas or these like access points, these cues for yourself, like you have this template that you can layer on to other aspects of your life. Like mm-hmm. awesome. I found pleasure in my relationship to peace. What am I overlaying this on next? And it gives you some places to start and things to work with. And um, yeah, like I am <laughs> bringing pleasure into like different pockets of life, right? Um, I decided it was about a year and a half ago that I bought my house that I'm in right now. And that journey was... I remember at the beginning, I was just like, this is such a gift. Like, I'm going to enjoy every second. I'm going to make this pleasurable. I'm going to like get the gift that it is out of it. And it was like a year and a half of making offers. Like, I don't even know how many the end. It was so, it was, it was like life being like, "Uh uh-huh. And here and here, like, you still going to choose. You still going to choose. Relatable. (laughs) Totally. It was like brutal. And then at the end of it, like I ended up in exactly the place that I was supposed to, like energetically, everything, like it was exactly right. And like a week after there was just this like ridiculous spike in like everything. And it would have just totally knocked me out. And so it just like all along, there was this like choice to choose pleasure over and over again, to use the different areas in my life that I've learned how to turn towards pleasure and apply it to a situation that felt really like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and the power of that, you know, all along the journey, I just kept getting reflected back. Like I've never met somebody who's so like relaxed and like such a joy and delight to work with all along the way after so many times and so like you know people are willing to do things people are willing to help you out like people are willing to like help and serve this energy that they feel you choosing because it is so powerful and they kind of want to learn like what does this look like 
to choose pleasure and stick to it and like build this mastery and this ability there, right? Because that's, that's a fascinating person to be around. Yeah. Yes. And, right? and your journey becomes deeply of service to them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, to kind of like full circle back to, you know, how do we start building yeah pleasure into like for example relationship with exercise or food I think the first place to start out is always like cleansing of everything that's not working so like really what what is it about my relationship to like exercise right now um that isn't working for me is always what I have people start off with so it's like where does this feel hard where does this feel crunchy where does this feel awful And like, how can I accept myself where I am right now and let go of that? And oftentimes, like, especially for women um, with so many years of like being intensely steeped in diet culture, a lot of times we're like moving our bodies from a place of punishment, a place of like, you know, like hatred almost just as a result of like being stewed and steeped in this stuff for a long time yeah so I think the first step is always like detaching from that recognizing that like that's not the truth of your being of your soul yeah, yeah. I see you crossing your arms no, over I'm there like, I'm like, I oh you're like holding I'm yourself so okay now, like truly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well and we we did an episode in the past on how to like love your body and on body Mm -hmm. image. So if you guys who are listening and watching want to circle back to that, to either re-listen or listen for the first time, if you're a new listener, um, well, if you are a new listener, hi and welcome. Um, So I think that that, like that external pressure from society and how we have been taught can feel really restrictive. And I love that your first step in the how-to is to like fucking clear out the shit that's not working. Mm-hmm. Um, because for me right now in moving my body, I've felt really frustrated lately that I have been feeling anger at some of the chaos that has arisen in my life. And mm-hmm. I'm experiencing some like tendonitis or like precarpal tunnel mm-hmm. symptoms mm-hmm. in my arms, which means that I can't use my punching bag because mm-hmm. like I can't I can't get it out because that's just gonna stress out my muscles. And <laughs> so when you said that the first step is to clear out what's not working right now, I'm like, well punching isn't working right now. So stop inviting myself mm-hmm. and then feeling bad that I can't do it. But I can also kick my punching bag, right? Like I've got, I got strong legs. I can, I can invite myself into expanding my view of how something gets to be done. So thank you for that, that like step one, because that automatically like opens up a channel of, of new creative thought for me on how I can get my anger out of my body because that's incredibly important for me as a manifester. Anger Mm -hmm. is my not self. Um, And so that might not be my natural inclination, but gosh darn it, I can I can kick that energy out of my body. You can also kick. <laughs> there's so much snow here right now. You can kick and you can go throw snow because it's light and fluffy. That sounds cold. We <laughs> like snow now. You've got great. Oh, you can borrow my great mittens. <laughs> I bought new mittens. Yay! My dog ate my mittens that my friend oh. gave me. She was so sweet. She gave us matching mittens, and it was so cute. And then 
I went out to scoop the sidewalk and I didn't want to stick them back in my pockets because they were wet. And so I set them on the table for like 95 seconds, literally not longer than that. Well, anyway, it's fine. They were tasty. <laughs> well, he didn't eat them, eat them. He just chewed them apart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love your openness. Like, you know, the, the way that you receive ideas and then instantly like have that light bulb like I can use that over here is really beautiful mm-hmm. and I think that like in in the service of clearing everything out like we can't build a foundation of pleasure on a bunch of stuff that's kind of not ours and I love that you're yeah, not- you gotta have demo day you yes. gotta like get the yeah. demo and clear out what the fuck isn't working take down that wall a little yeah. tower moment oh yeah baby tower moment yeah Love that. and like to circle it back to you know you're saying you did this beautiful episode on self-love in the body which yes. I love oh um you know is are these things that we learned and picked up from society is that like the holy truth of our body is that like the sacred truth of our being it fucking is not right so like, like that is you- crap crap yeah absolutely so like I think pleasure is a beautiful pathway to more confidence too because there's just this the more you get in touch with your own pleasure the body starts giving you these beautiful gifts like these little things that you didn't know you could do these little like pleasures that you didn't know that your body could like you know go that way and little things that make you go like like that happened And so like soaking that in and really receiving it is just a natural path to like appreciation and landing in our bodies even deeper, like feeling safe to really have our presence fully land in our body, like our home, right? Mm -hmm. And so I love pleasure as a pathway for more self-confidence too, because there's this, there's this beauty to how it happens very organically and very Oh yeah. Effortlessly where it's not quite as daunting as like, okay, great. Now I have to deconstruct, you know, 30 years of diet culture. Like that's, I don't know if I'm up for that task, you know, pleasure as a pathway is just, it like gently kind of blooms and starts expanding and there's more. Like those flowers that grow in sidewalks. Yes. Like you just find your way to blooming. Yeah. Yeah. So like with pleasure, it's a little bit more, um, I think like gentle, right? Like I think if Mm -hmm. we were to try to deconstruct everything, it would be that like, Oh, I'm going to grow no matter what. (laughs) Yes. And I think why, why this path is so powerful is because your body just like surprises you and, and gifts you with things and that relationships gets better. And then it just becomes like easier easier yes, it so does it okay so does so let's expand that metaphor of a plant growing in a sidewalk crack because mm-hmm. you know what happens when you just focus on your own blooming you eventually mm-hmm. like demo the sidewalk like your roots get so strong that it cracks the sidewalk and that mm-hmm. old thing that was holding you back doesn't exist for you anymore mm-hmm. so it's not like sure you could jackhammer the sidewalk before you plant yourself but like fucking why when you can just gently follow your own pleasure and you're gonna fuck over that sidewalk anyway right like and and 
all of the little other little seedlings that are around you see when you're your doing cracks, it together see your cracks see those cracks and they're like oh oh there's space here for me there now is space i look at what they're doing maybe i can do it maybe i can do it <laughs> i'm going to i'm going to try it and, and this is how nature work. reclaims everything that man has ever built right mm. or that humankind has ever built so i love i love i love that idea that it doesn't have to be hard. You just have to choose to follow pleasure. Be devoted. Uh-huh. Be devoted. Yeah. My favorite word slash sometimes my word I resent, devotion. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, fine, I'm devoted and I know I'm devoted. So I'm going to go do the thing. And then I go do the thing and I always feel better. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. And to kind of circle back to the beginning as well, like this is how we develop that resilience, but it's not from a place of like hardening to the world. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's that resilience that is a little bit softer. It has room for your body to like relax. (laughs) Ashley's celebrating. (laughs) Yeah. If you guys are listening and not watching, Ashley's just like, uh, arms are so excited right now. (laughs) Just shaking in excitement. Yeah, but that's that place of true power where it's, you know, you're developing that growth, that resilience, that like tenacity to bloom, but it's not from a place of like closing off walls, hardening, like there's that gentleness at the same time, which is just such a bomb when you need it. (laughs) Yes. That was such a hard lesson for my little Aquarius art to learn. Was it? It was. Do Aquarius? We're a little. Human- we're a little cold. Like we get a little cold. We get a little shut offy. Oh yeah, that is true. Well, also Aquarius, and with my hermit line, and you know, in your human design, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kayla, what's your astrology? Um, I am a Cancer Sun, and then Capricorn Moon, Capricorn Rising. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Kristen? I am. Pisces sun and then Scorpio rising. Ooh. And- oh, uh-huh. I am an Aquarius <clears throat> sun, Sagittarius moon and rising. Nice. I was just in a conversation literally yesterday about whether or not there is a thing to Having the same moon and same rising? Yes. Is there a thing to that? And I don't know. And if it makes... Well, the, the conversation was actually in relation to whether it has something to do with, like, your cycles syncing with the moon mm-hmm. cycles. I did see that post. It must be in a similar group that we're it, in. I think, okay. it, I think it is in, in the spiritual baddies group, honestly. Oh, um, great. But, I didn't choose to dive in, but I'm glad you but did. But I am seeing... My cycle syncing. <laughs> with the moon for mine sure. now finally <laughs> yes mine mine have been for a very long time mm-hmm. um but i wonder if there is like with the with the moon and rising being the same sign if there is more you're in tune with the the moon the lunar cycle or or just your soul like yourself like you are just more mm-hmm. in alignment Oh, that's so interesting. What an interesting discussion. 
I know, right? That's exactly what I said on that. I don't have any of the answers for that, but it's fascinating. We'll have to ask (laughs) an astrologist when we get an astrologist. Yes. Uh Well, I would love to reschedule with your astrologist friend. Me too. Also. Yeah. Start, start casually surveying all of your friends too. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I already do that. It's not so casual. I'm I'm just Ah. really do that. I just do that. This is why we've opened a collaborative. We just like people. <laughs> yeah. I just ask, I just ask all the questions. Okay. So we we clear what isn't working. Yes. We just let that the fuck go. Mm-hmm. We invite ourselves to make the next best choice that would bring pleasure. Mm-hmm. And we just keep making those choices over and over again. Mm-hmm. What what next or what else or <laughs> absolutely. So my favorite thing is bringing in the things that you know bring you pleasure into the workout space. So what are the things that make you feel delicious and how can you start sprinkling those into your workouts? So that's a really, really big part of it. So there's like sensory things you can do. There's sensuality exercises that you can bring and sprinkle in, like whatever brings you pleasure in one area you can use in others. So, you know, if you Look like- at Kayla's eyes. Did you see oh. Kayla's eyes just now? Oh, I'm trying to figure out how the fuck I can do that. I'm like, what do I find <laughs> pleasure in? How can I bring a pleasure to a treadmill? Like I You already you you're already doing it, Big Bird. I am. You are. You find pleasure in being in your space, being in your home. You have a punching bag right there. You have a balance beam right in front of this thing. Well, yeah, because I don't want to go to the fucking basement. I so I find pleasure in being up here where everything's pretty. <laughs> and well, you absolutely. have integrated, you have integrated moving your body and doing the things that make your body feel good in your space. Like you're doing it, Big Bird. Hey, thanks. I <laughs> would love to make the decision to get up off the couch to do those things more often. Right. <laughs> And great so yeah yeah what what's your hot wisdom oh, for that yeah, person <laughs> so I have I have beef with how we're taught to like yeah work with our resistance in life right like yes. there's I'm kind of the anti-Nike you know what I mean like Nike yeah. is just kind of like do it and there's a space for that and especially like we're talking about moving our bodies from the place of punishment, right? Right. If we've spent so many years in that, like, just do it mindset, we're missing information that is like so vital for our intimacy with ourselves. Right. So like, what are we overriding every time? So I invite like curiosity, right? Like what, what's going on for me right now that I feel Like, I don't want to do this. Like, what do I need right now? Like, how much energy do I even have to bring to this today? And is the picture in my mind, like, so past what I actually have the capacity to show up and do in a way that feels good and nourishing and loving? Is that what's going on? You know, so there's all these little bits of data and information that are so good for, like, our friendship with our bodies and feeling good in our exercise routines and you know with the just get up and do it 
mentality, you just miss all these things that are really important and tell you about what feels loving to your body and system. So even the act of checking in, if you notice resistance and being like, huh, what do I need right now? What's going on? What's the source of this? Like that in and of itself is radically healing because we are not taught consent with our own bodies, which seems crazy to me. It seems absolutely crazy that like every exercise studio in the world is not having a conversation before exercise. Like how much energy do you have today? You know, what do you need anything to like show up to this class and push your edge in a way that feels good, build that capacity. But from a place of like, wow, I care about you body. (laughs) You know, I want to write that down before I do anything over in our. Yeah. And sometimes it's just, you know, I need more water. I didn't get sleep. And so I want slowness. Sometimes it's even like, I'll do the same workout. And I'm saying I, cause my body just talks to me in this way. <laughs> sure, yes. Yeah. Like my body will be like, yeah, I can show up. I can do the workout, but can we go slow? Can we be so in tune mm-hmm. with our like emotional experience um, that it just feels delicious and loving, like the act of exercise. Um, sometimes, like you were mentioning anger earlier, right? Like exercise can be such a powerful channel, like you're talking about, to move those energies through our bodies. Mm-hmm. So how can we lean into that and play there and have fun and like let that anger, you know, I mean, I was doing some kettlebell swings the other day, just like full on let my anger, it felt so good. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It was so good. And it taught me how to be with that anger, pour it into a place where it's like deeply rightful and like good and healing and nourishing for it to go. And then also like increase my capacity to show up in workouts, which is something I'm always working on. Like I am not perfect in that area. I'm always working on it. And so but like leaning into maybe your body is just like, I'm feeling pissed today. And So using that as part of your workout, using that as part of the way that you move your body in a loving way um, can be incredibly powerful and liberating. And it's, it's a way where exercise can start to become something that folds you no matter how you're feeling, right? So instead of being like another thing that's on your to-do list, over time, as you like work emotion through your body, through loving exercise, it can be something that starts to be like magnetic, you know, it starts to call you in. It's like when, you know, a pleasure practice is the very same way for me. Like no matter how I'm feeling, I know that I can turn to my practice move the emotions through my body and come back to my power in a way that feels delicious. And so that's kind of how exercise starts to be the same way. It's, it's loving, it's magnetic. There's like a resonance Mm -hmm. of taking care of yourself in a way that tends to all of your being and your needs, you know, your emotional needs, your physical needs, all of them in a way that feels loving instead of like, Oh, just do it. You know? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like you just blew my whole mind. Oh, 1000%. I, if you were watching this instead of listening, you'd saw my whole face go through a range <laughs> of emotions. Um, Cause when you were speaking, Kirsten, about not just getting up off the couch, but like getting curious with yourself about why 
it feels hard to get up off the couch Mm -hmm. um for me I know it's when I'm gonna cry it's fine um it's because I feel frozen my my nervous system's um reaction of choice is to freeze Mm -hmm. and what a beautiful invitation for me to be in deeper relationship with my body to invite myself into a like nervous system regulation activity before going to do a physical movement practice and nervous system regulation tools for me are almost always physical anyway it's a a breath work practice or like a a a body loving like Mm -hmm. inward pleasure practice and Mm -hmm. I would love to know Kirsten if you have any ideas on like physical ways to help the nervous system Mm -hmm. um because other than breath work or using my voice like some of the the humming practices or the the vu low practices um is there anything that feels more active that also nourishes the nervous system I guess is what I'm asking absolutely yeah so first I want to just recognize the beauty in you saying I can take a moment to tend to my needs Mm-hmm. doing something else because the last thing that you need in that moment is like more forcing energy right right yeah so just the beauty and the softness and the like gentleness and intimacy of you saying oh yeah I can start with what I need yeah yes. um so I just want to like yeah share that as deeply deeply beautiful and loving <laughs> so loving um I would say, so there's so much, right? There's so much. Really, I think you're limited only by like creativity and experience. But I would say teaching you a bunch of stuff, start with what works for you. So what I'm hearing is what works for you is breath work. And what works for you really well is like, um, you know, some gentle somatic Mm -hmm. nervous system things. So like, you know, even like getting on your yoga mat and, you know, I'm just using yoga mats as an example. And, um, and spending, you know, 10 minutes or five minutes just like really squeezing and releasing like you were doing, even just that, like starting out saying, this is to nourish me, this is to regulate me, this is to give me what what I need. Um, you could, you know, put some music on and do some breath work. You could do breath work as you're exercising, you know, so like move that energy through your body and lean in. You know, th- these tools can be simple. They don't have to be, you know, half an hour long tantric tools oh those those are fun and can lead to some really like (laughs) crazy places when combined with exercise like I have hit like altered states of consciousness from like pleasure from doing kettlebell swings and that's been wild um that sounds marvelous I miss kettlebells so much so much yeah oh they're such a good tool um but it doesn't have to be complex right? It doesn't have to be complex. It doesn't have to be complicated. So even like, you know, running your fingers over your body in like a really gentle way to a song Mm -hmm. that brings you calm and peace and that sense of intimacy, like that will start to get you there. So I would say work with what you already know as a place to start and just experiment and play. 
Um, the other thing that's really important too is I will stop a workout in the middle of a set, in the middle of a rep. I don't care. I will stop if there's something that's coming up to me and I will tend to that. So if there are things of like, oh, I'm not good enough, I'm not strong enough, I'm not whatever enough, or um, or I notice some resistance come up, like the kind of like, wow, I don't want to type of thing. That, <laughs> that, yeah, that's a big yeah. one. That's a big I, one. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So like all these things come up in, in exercise. No one is talking about what to do with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. It's just like it's it's like this. Everyone experiences it. No one is saying what to do with it. And you right. are, you're saying it. That's Thank why we're you. having you on Thank here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for Thank being you. that person who is having that conversation <laughs> because all I have in my head is like no pain, no gain. And like, right. fuck <laughs> that. Yeah. That's why I don't do it because I, I don't want that. And right. so I just don't do it. Right. Absolutely. So like work with that, right? Like when yeah. that you know, and, and for example, like the no pain, no gain thing, that's so like embedded in our systems. And like the way I, when I hold no pain, no gain in my body, like I, instantly, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to curl it back out of my body. It already <laughs> hurts. Yeah, exactly. It already hurts. It's a beauty. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so like, we're not subscribing to that anymore, right? We're not, that's not the way that we want our bodies to be shaped, right? Like the, the, the mantras that we have running through our system like that, if we are moving guided by those, those concepts, those mantras, those negative thoughts that we're having a hard time detaching from, like that is what's shaping our body. And I actually have such a respect for the body saying, fuck no. Like I, before my weight loss journey, you know, I lost 95 pounds doing this um, before all of that. Like I, I really struggled and I felt kind of trapped and hopeless. Like I never, I never get to have the life that I want. I never get to be in a body that feels good and nourishing to me. I felt very trapped. And now I girl yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Sounds so familiar now because what was going on was my body was like giving the finger to moving from that place it was like it was it was keeping my me safe by saying absolutely not like if if you're gonna move me in this way if you're gonna approach this journey this weight loss journey this health journey in this way I don't want a part of it and that is so <laughs> loving and wise and healing like I'm so yes. grateful that my body would not let me gently lose weight from a place of hatred because I didn't need that more in my life and I wouldn't wow. have found the pleasure well, yeah yes. all it would have done was given you evidence that self-hate is the correct way and fuck that exactly. uh-uh yeah oh. so like how loving right like yes. how loving that your body is sending you this signal Hey, there's something going on for me that um I'm not a yes to. Like I'm yeah. not, I'm not I don't believe in this. This doesn't feel good to me. And so that's like a form of really loving protection. So we can like see that for what it is. Work with My it. fat body is love. Oh yes, it's love. Yes. Absolutely. She said, I would rather hold on to this fat than hate myself. Yeah. <laughs> 
and that's so beautiful so gorgeous so lovely so beautiful okay well thanks for that it's so, so welcome. <laughs> it is. It's protection. It's love, right? I'm gonna go get some tissues. Box <laughs> <laughs> amongst yourselves. Yeah, I feel like my cheeks have just been like on fire this whole conversation. <laughs> like my body, like my body is like, are you I paying attention? It. Are you listening? <laughs> are you paying attention pay attention these are what these are wise words we must be listening that's so sweet absolutely <gasps> okay so Kristen can I ask you one of my greatest weight loss fears mm. um I would love to um to me, weight loss is a byproduct of becoming stronger. I mm. desire to become stronger. Mm. I am very scared of losing a fuck ton of weight mm. and having like baggy skin, right? Like, and I know, whoo, I'll just cry some more. I brought the tissues with me, you guys. It's fine. It's fine. It's um, okay. I am healing out loud. That's the whole yes. point of the podcast. Okay. So, brave. so I don't know. Is there a, is there is there a way to lose a fuckload of weight and like retain like skin elasticity? Like I don't. I don't know. Yeah. That's, yeah. That is my fear. Speak about that, however you would like to. <laughs> so yeah, I think um, the first thing I want to say is like. I feel how tender and vulnerable that is for you to share. So thank you for sharing that with us and and being courageous enough to heal out loud. <laughs> I got to go first if I want to help people That's be right. able to like do this for themselves. So yeah, absolutely. So what I'll say is like, you know, our bodies respond differently. And, and we don't know what that's going to be like until we get there, right? Um, I have loose skin. I have loose skin around my belly. And um, it's been a journey to accept that and love that and feel like peace with it for sure. Um, but ultimately, like, I just want to be in a body where it's like the highest concentration of love for myself for the world, um, you know, what, what is like the most, how can I be most shaped by love in my life? And so for me, that meant, cause I, I definitely remember having those fears too. It's like something I heard a lot about culturally. Yes. Yes. Up. I'm going to do all of this work. And then what if I don't even like the way I look after that? Right. So sometimes it's kind of easier to like, not take the plunge and not go ahead and do the, um, you know, say yes to the journey. Right. Um, so what I will say is that it makes sense <laughs> that this is something that you'd be thinking about and that a lot of women would be thinking about. And I think, you know, the, the way that feels most right to me is just like leading by example. Right. And like learning how to love that part of my body and, 
<sighs> what else? Yeah, just know that like it's a symbol of my journey that I went on. And so I'm not as afraid of it anymore. And like learning how to take more and more steps towards loving myself along the way, every single point along the way, um, helped me know how to cultivate self-love in my body, right? I think we have mm-hmm. this we have this opinion or this belief that self-love is like it's like a light switch you know it's like on or off right Right. like it is not is it it is it is a choice it is your next best choice yeah it's a choice it's something we nurture it's something we step into over and over and over again powerfully and so I just keep making the choice to love myself louder love Mm -hmm. myself more powerfully and that takes away from a lot of the things that I was worried about right Mm -hmm. um yeah so that's I would just say like nurturing this energy of self-love every step along the way and that's another reason why a lot of the things the other things out there don't work is because you know this weight loss comes from a place of like self-hatred right and then you get to the end and you're supposed to just like, love yourself. Yay, you did it. <laughs> right. Like finally you're good enough for your own love. Right. And that and is it, not. It, it yeah. There's, there's always something wrong. There's always, so like. Right. That's the thing. Oh, I'm gonna, okay. I'm going to be brave. Um, okay. <laughs> so I was going through a health challenge and I'm still healing from it right now, but I lost a ton of my hair like 80% of my hair. It was like, wow. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. And it was very, very stressful. Like, you know, being in the shower every day and just like pulling out clumps of my own hair, very stressful. Um, and so this was like after all my weight loss. And so I had this experience of like, I did it, I'm done. And here's this other health challenge. Here's this other body thing, right? That's like not cooperating with me, isn't perfect. Mm -hmm. And I've had to go through a real journey of acceptance. And there's been a lot of progress there. There's been a lot of healing. Like I'm not where I'm going to be, you know, at the end, like there's more healing. There's more like building up of nutrients in my body that I'm always working on. But, you know, how can I love myself right now? How can I know that I'm enough and beautiful and radiant and worthy of all the love and pleasure in the world for myself and others right now, even while I have this thing that I would prefer be different about my body, right? Mm-hmm. And how can I catch any points of comparison, any points of, um, you know, like, yeah, just not feeling good enough about myself and just question that and choose something else. And so you know, whatever that thing is, you know, whether it's like having a little bit of loose skin, whether it's, you know, hair like me, whether that's something else, you know, some, some people, um, you know, maybe they weren't born like, you know, conventionally beautiful, or they have like a hard time accepting their nose, like whatever that thing is, are we going to let that keep us from a life of love and pleasure? And my answer is no, right? And so once you kind of make that decision, you find your way back over and over and over and over again. Like you're saying this, this devotion, right? Right. Devotion to the life that you want. And so, you know, there's a way that I could be walking through the world right now, dimmed down, not my full self, 
hiding. And I did that for years in the past, you know, with my weight, with other things. And instead, I choose to get bolder, get brighter, shine more, know that it's safe. And now that I like walk around as like what I believe is like a sacred carrier of pleasure in this way, it is so powerful. Like I am never turning it off again. It, it just, it's not worth it. You know, this life right. that I'm creating for myself, the way that walking through this world in this way just invites so much more sparkle in other yes. people. Yes. It is the magic. So it's the yes. magic. It's the yeah. magic. <laughs> I went to a dating event. Um, gosh, was that, oh my gosh, that was two nights ago. That was only two nights ago. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> wow um and we were it's a bunch of the ladies and I were all like standing by this like little water cooler getting some water for ourselves in a session and this one woman was like I am so nervous and you know dating is a vulnerable thing absolutely right. yes. yeah and then she just looked over and she's like are you nervous and I just checked in and I was like no actually like I feel really good and she was just like how? <laughs> How in this like room of hot men are you like keeping yourself together and like feeling good? And it's just like there's such a current of pleasure built up in my body that it's just so easy to trust that and share it when I want to. So in yeah. that moment, we had a conversation about like, okay, great. How can you like step into your confidence more? Like, how can you play? How can you make this expression Yay. of like your deepest um, essence as a woman? through these interactions with these men individually and it was so satisfying to be able to pass that on a little bit in that moment you know we don't have to take the invitation to feel small and unconfident right and that's not about who else is in the room or what everybody looks like or what they have and you don't it's about you feeling in touch with your own pleasure and sensuality and like shining that out as a gift to the world right that's a very different experience and that's a very different way of approaching confidence than I think we're taught. You know, it's normally like, okay, what are all the things that I'm insecure about and how can I solve those so that I don't feel that way? It's never going to work. It's right. never going to work. And even if it does, it's temporary, right? Because life lives and like the process of yes. aging will come for us all, you know, accidents, things that we can't always control. Um, it's never going to be, you know, we want to empower people, but not like demand perfection from ourselves to enjoy that sense of sensuality and pleasure and confidence. So it's more about turning towards um, our essence, our aliveness, our divinity, our um, yes. innate perfection and like seeing that in ourselves as well as seeing that in others. Because I think a lot of women see that so perfectly and easily in others and yet we struggle with ourselves so like it's time that we gave yeah. ourselves that gift too yeah i so agree if can, yes if we can see it in other ladies if we can see their perfection if we can see their beauty if we can see their gorgeousness if we're like you are an amazing goddess of a human being and i want you to feel so confident like bring that same energy with yourself <laughs> yes well and i love that you bring up the very real truth of aging mm -hmm. because while you've been speaking I've been thinking to myself that what I am shedding today is another layer of 
like patriarchal expectation mm-hmm. that somehow I will get to a point with my body where it stays the same somehow like it's some mm-hmm. pinnacle of like health or mm-hmm. um pinnacle of strength and 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 aesthetic beauty um mm-hmm. but like that is not the truth of the human body that mm-hmm. is a logical fallacy that we have been taught to believe for reasons of power control and capitalism right Right. like (laughs) for money and power we have been taught that we should be searching for this static state of perfection Mm -hmm. or enoughness when in truth our body will never be static right it literally cannot be because we are constantly changing whether we have oxygen inside our bodies or we're expelling carbon dioxide. Like there, it just is always change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is always change in the way that our hair and fingernails grow. There is change in the way that our, our, our faces age and we get those little, little wrinkles by our eyes to right. show how much we have laughed and smiled mm-hmm. and shared joy in our lives. Mm-hmm. And Another realization that I've had is that if I can love myself through the dark ass caverns of unwinding my trauma from Catholicism and thinking that I'm a truly evil person, Mm -hmm. if I can learn to love myself despite being brainwashed into thinking that I'm literal fucking evil i can love my body through increasing my body movement and working with my my joy and love of cooking i can do that that's easy yeah yeah you just said (laughs) that's easy (laughs) oh i love too that you brought in this beauty of what do these represent? You know, the smile lines, how much joy have we experienced in our life? So like the deeper symbolism, like connecting with the values, connecting with the emotions and experience that this parts of our body, you know, carries. So like, you know, I was mentioning like the loose skin on my belly, like what is, what does that say? It says that I invented a whole path of women to lose weight while they are in their pleasure instead of fighting my body. You know, it says that I am so committed to loving myself that I like forged a new path through my life. You know, for some women, it, yeah, like I love know, that for you. Yes. <laughs> um, that is you know, and and even like my hair, right? Like I, I wish it was different and that's okay. And I don't need that to change in order to be my like most radiant sparkly self, right? Mm-hmm. I can give myself permission to show up like I'm already healed as I navigate a path forward towards making that a reality as it improves every day. Um, and yeah, just like connecting with not stopping yourself from being like a full expression of your own love on this planet no matter what it's just such a thing of profound beauty you know I Lily reminded me of that my daughter when Mm -hmm. she was about four years old right out of the mouths of babes 
um and like i have remembered that like the truth like just the pure truth out of her little soul like mm -hmm. so i it was one day i was standing in the bathroom and i didn't have a shirt on or something and i had just had my son like a year or two ago so like mm -hmm not a year or two ago, about a year, probably a year. So maybe she was three. I don't know. But like my stomach was still loose and big and puffy. And I still had stretch marks from Lily and I had fresh stretch marks from my son, Max. And mm -hmm. like, I was just standing, like my stomach was soft and all, all of those things. Right. And she comes in and she just, she takes her little, her little, probably very sticky little fingers and just starts tracing the lines on my stomach right and I'm just like okay oh boy mm -hmm. what's coming out of the mouth right mm -hmm. um and she goes mom what are these like what are all these lines on your tummy and I was like oh well they're they're my stretch marks they're kind of like the stripes that I got from when my stomach got real big when you know it was growing you and when you and Max were growing in there and she goes wow they're beautiful. Oh. It's all like starry eyed and like, she just like, just so gently just traced them down my tummy. Yeah. And just like, and I was just like, oh, cause it was the most like pure little thing. And I was just like, you're right. They are, they are beautiful. And like, it was, in that moment that I stopped being concerned about my stretch marks or my <laughs> laugh lines or my sunspots or my scars or any of those things because Lily, my daughter, she thought they were beautiful. And you know what? She's right. She was right. <laughs> like it was, those are marks of my life and my experience <laughs> and dang, I love that. I love that about myself. And I, I'm just, I was so just taken aback by how she was able to in two minutes, like rewrite my whole belief system <laughs> about myself. That's gorgeous. That's it was absolutely gorgeous. What a gift. Yeah. Wow. It was so sweet. Yeah, and Love beauty that. is yeah. so layered, right? Like beauty, it's, it contains so much more than what we look like. And that's a part of it. Like, I don't want to, you know, physical beauty, like we all admire it. Like it's, it's beautiful to see paintings. It's beautiful right. to see women like lounging in fruits and shade lounges. And yeah. Yeah. Yes. You know, beauty is a thing. And also like, let's not deny the layers to it let's not deny how we can see such profound beauty in others because of their their soul the way they shine the way they exist in the world and how easy it is to see in other people and allow ourselves to see that as well because it really it's so complex it's so juicy there's it oh, there's just so much more to it than just what we look like physically or trying to stay the same or like trying to remain flawless whatever that means I have no interest in being flawless like I'm flawed I'm, I'm 
yeah. to be flawed, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just thinking about, you know, like being ultimately, like, why do we even want to be beautiful, right? I think everyone wants to feel beautiful because we enjoy that feeling. But why do we even want to be beautiful? And for most people, it comes, or for most women, I should say, it's tied into love, right? Like, I want to be with a partner that sees the beauty that I have and loves it and like cherishes it and worships it. You know, I want to, when I am in an intimate moment with, you know, a partner, partners, whatever that looks like for each individual woman, like I want to feel like a goddess and have him see that. And so that is so much deeper, like this desire to to be loved, to experience love is so much deeper than like, well, do I have stretch marks there? Do I have loose skin there? Do right. So why don't we just like keep that at the front and center? Why don't we focus on like being a more efficient, like delicious, permissive conduit of love? And it's great. Like if, you know, I, I coach on weight loss. So it's like, it's, it's great if weight loss is a part of that picture. But it's so different when we keep that love front and center and give it to ourselves now, exactly as we are, and then let love guide our steps day by day individually in the form of like, okay, movement, nutrition, the things that go into creating that, like that's so much powerful, more powerful. And then the body's not running from an experience. It's not running from you know, punishment and that negative energy and the things that we were talking about earlier, it's easy to just follow that current because it feels so good. And you're finally giving your body what she wants all along. Like she just wants your love. (laughs) And you're no longer running from your own diversity, right? Like I saw a I'm going to say meme, but it was like an inspirational picture with words on it, right? Um, About how we, as women or open-hearted humans, are taught that our most important relationship when we grow up is going to be with a partner. And the truth is that our most profound relationship is... Outside of ourselves. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Ab- okay. Absolutely okay. ourselves. Okay. okay. But our most important relationship outside of ourselves is with our whole community, mm-hmm. right? Because your partner cannot, if you choose to have one, cannot be everything to you. Like that's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure to put on one person. Yes, that is not mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. So when we, when we have as a society idolized a static relationship, right? A a a one two part relationship. There is only two visions of like a beauty for your most important relationship, mm-hmm. and I think that that contributes to the way in which we want ourselves to look one way yeah. because we are told to put so much emphasis on this one way in which we will hopefully see ourselves when we grow up and find love yes when in reality if we can expand 
our sense of our most relation, like important relationship outside of ourselves being with a community of people. Like your village. Your village. Yes. Your collaborative. Yes. Your... <laughs> with your friends, with your family. Your family, your support system, you mm -hmm. automatically add more visual diversity to what you allow yourself to see as fundamentally important mm -hmm. and fundamentally a roadmap for where you're headed. You open yourself up to so much more love. So much more love. So much more capacity to see yourself in different ways. Yeah. And if you can open that capacity to see yourself as fundamentally important in different ways, you open your mind to being able to see yourself as being okay to see yourself in different ways. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. I went I went for a really big concept there. And yeah, absolutely. No, I love that. And I love how there's this thread right at the beginning you were talking about you know how do I I'm, I'm summing up and kind of yeah but like how do I love myself so deeply that that by extension my community is loved on by how deeply I'm loving myself yes like, yes yes I build up the love so abundantly and so powerfully that like the people around me can't help but be like invited and coaxed in yes <laughs> oh and just what a beautiful yeah. vision that is you know that that's that's a powerful way to walk through the world as you know an offering to love itself through how you treat yourself mm -hmm. yeah yeah <sighs> Fuck yeah nurturing and wholesome and delicious ah, <laughs> so yes good. Ooh, we did the Lord's work today. We <laughs> we did the universe's work. We really brought the the truth and the magic. We did. Like this conversation has been pure alchemy. It has been magic. It has been life-changing. And I am so excited to see and hear yes. how this conversation ripple effects out to uh, <laughs> you guys listening and yes. watching and I would just fucking love to hear how you guys are receiving this conversation yes this may be my new favorite episode <laughs> yes it's so good like it's so good such good conversation such good thought-provoking inspiring really great little nuggets of of truth truth and love yes such a gift to have this conversation and be in your energy in this space and just have these like beautiful enriching conversations around how can we step into more love and what does that look like so thank you so much this was gorgeous oh my god yes like oh i just i don't as a writer and poet, I often don't find myself with a lack of words to describe what I want to say. Mm. Um, I don't have words yet for mm. what this conversation has meant to me and changed for me. And by 
ripple effect uh, done for our community. Absolutely. And for hopefully your community too, Kirsten. I so hope that they benefit from this. Um, also, hi, Kirsten's community. Hi. Thanks for hanging out with us. <laughs> um, would love to hang out with you more if you want to listen to the podcast in the future. Um, yeah, I'm sure I will find the words as we go to like promote this episode yes. in, in a week or two. Um, but yeah, I just thank you from the absolute core of who I am as a human person yeah. on this planet and a celestial being as energy yes. in <sighs> all that is. Thank you, Kirsten, for <laughs> all of this. And thank you, Ashley, for, as always, co-hosting so beautifully. You're so welcome. <laughs> well, thank, you. thank you. It's such an honor. And I I feel the energy from you, right? And so I think it's it's like tempting to kind of like want to tie a bow and find the perfect words. And and right. sometimes it just like it needs some time to sit and marinate. Yes. So yes. trust that process and it like yes. sinking in in a way that feels delicious and you just getting everything that you needed. So yes. yes, yes. Because by marinating things grow more tender and juicy oh, anyway. Do. So hooray yes. for that. Yes. <laughs> A food metaphor, my favorite. <laughs> Okay, so before we officially leave things, Kirsten, where can people find you the best? Where yes. where can people be in your energy more? Absolutely. I would love to have everyone that feels called towards having a more delicious relationship with food and exercise and this vision of pleasure-based weight loss and like turning towards caring for their bodies from a place of profound love and pleasure and nourishment instead of all the rest of it. <laughs> yes. So um, on Facebook and Instagram and my website, it's just my name. So it's K-I-R-S-T-E-N-K-O-E-L. So my website's kirstencole.com. Um, if they friend me on Facebook, I can add them to the banquet table, which I more uh, pour these little tidbits of like pleasure and sensuality and reflections. And we have deeper conversations and I get more vulnerable in that group. So I post mm -hmm. things that it's like, I'm not ready to share with the greater world, but, like things around the depths of pleasure as they like unveil themselves and experiences like that. So I would love, love, love to connect with anyone who is excited by this pleasure-based weight loss phenomenon and journey. You know, it really yes. is my intention to just create like as much healing in the world through this work as possible. Like we really need a solution here. And I really want like love to be at the forefront of everyone's journey with health and weight loss. Yeah. I mean, you fucking are right. Yeah. Like you so are. <laughs> You're doing it big bird. <laughs> You're so already doing that it. That was my first big bird. <laughs> Doesn't it feel amazing? It feels weirdly amazing. <laughs> I loved it <laughs> well okay and I also know that you are starting a group coaching um session or program soon right yes so that is going to be into having a delicious relationship with food so like bringing these tantric tools into people's relationships with food and I will definitely be sprinkling more in the Facebook group about that beautiful um, I there's this common belief that like oh either 
I enjoy food too much or like I can't lose weight because I enjoy food, food too much. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that that's possible. In fact, yeah. I think that people aren't enjoying food enough. I don't think I would that agree that. with that. God. Yes. Just the, the body connection and the, the nuances in your own signals that are unveiled when you sink into a sensual relationship mm-hmm. with your food. So yes. we're going to be combining Tantra mm-hmm. and sensual eating into this like really special, delicious oh, yeah. oh, my goodness! <laughs> that sounds so marvelous. So if you... If you guys want to dip your toes in, join Kirsten's Facebook group. If you want to just jump in the whole pool and, or just, I don't know, float in a sea of Kirsten's magic, join her program. (laughs) Thank you so much for asking. Oh, absolutely. We love mutual benefit and energetic Mm -hmm. reciprocity and I know fundamentally that our audience is going to think that this episode is the fucking best so I'm so excited for us to send people your way so that they can sink deeper into your magic because what you've got going on is the new paradigm for how people get to be with their bodies, with their nutrition, and mm-hmm. with their their physical strength and mm-hmm. their their love of the this this human vessel that we are mm-hmm. in in this lifetime. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that's what you are doing, and I am very excited to see where this all goes. Yay! Thank you so, so much. Oh, that is the hope. That is the dream. And it feels delicious to have it reflected. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, I, I also reflect that that is the happening. Yes, it's happening. Yeah. yeah. That is the happening. <laughs> true. Very true. This is a wild ride sometimes. <laughs> yes. But your dream is actively coming true right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you so, so much. Okay. <laughs> Before we... uh squeal people's eardrums out uh we'll we'll end things here so thank you so much kirsten we uh, usually blow a kiss to the camera and say love, love you bye. bye if you'd like to join join Absolutely. Me. Absolutely. okay Absolutely. great okay so one two three love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. <laughs>